Sympathy for the Devil by the Rolling Stones off the Beggar's Banquet album. Since the time that Trump came into the political scene and decided to run for president, a trail of underhanded, sleazy, and corrupt behavior has followed. Not to say that corrupt politicians had preceded him, but it is as if he opened the door to allow any type of sleazy behavior, and it was now acceptable. Not only was it acceptable, but you could do so without fear of being held accountable. Where I could stand in the middle of Fifth Avenue and shoot somebody and I wouldn't lose any voters, okay? It's like incredible. With Trump, you have so many areas to choose from, whether it's his $250 million civil lawsuit in New York. The complaint demonstrates that Donald Trump falsely inflated his net worth by billions of dollars to unjustly enrich himself and to cheat this system, thereby cheating all of us. He did this with the help of the other defendants, his children, Donald Trump Jr., Ivanka Trump, and Eric Trump, and former Trump Organization CFO Alan Weisselberg and Trump Organization controller Jeffrey McConney. Mr. Trump and the Trump Organization repeatedly and persistently manipulated the value of assets to induce banks to lend money to the Trump Organization on more favorable terms than would otherwise have been available to the company, to pay lower taxes, to satisfy continuing loan agreements, and to induce insurance companies to provide insurance coverage for higher limits and at lower premiums or the Georgia grand jury investigation, January 6th investigation, or taking of classified documents, it seems that Trump will use any strategy in his power to delay, deny, and stop any of these cases from moving forward. Oh, and let's not forget about his tax returns that we still, to this date, have never resolved. And going back to the New York case, here was a man that took the fifth over 440 times. And this is the man who stated if you were innocent, why take the fifth? In 1791, the Fifth Amendment was added to the Constitution, whereupon it became the law of the land that no person shall be compelled in any criminal case to be a witness against himself. In the 221 years since then, no former president of the United States has ever refused to answer a question under oath citing the Fifth Amendment. Jimmy Carter 
has had the longest post-presidency of any president. He has lived 41 years now as an ex-president who, like Donald Trump, ran a family business before getting into politics. And not once has Jimmy Carter used the Fifth Amendment to protect himself from being charged with a crime in an investigation of his family business. Donald Trump only made it to the second year of his post-presidency when he decided today that he could not answer a single question put to him by the New York State Attorney General in a deposition because the answer could incriminate him. Donald Trump pleaded the Fifth Amendment to more than 440 questions asked of him in four hours. 440 times Donald Trump cited the Fifth Amendment. The mob takes the Fifth. If you're innocent, why are you taking the Fifth Amendment? If there's one time I could agree with Trump, it is when he made this statement. However, it seems Trump backers have a convenient way of forgetting previous comments or statements that contradict what was being said before and what they are saying now. Even in this day and age, when so many things are documented on video, there is this denial that continually is forgotten by these corrupt politicians and their followers. Mitch McConnell's wanting to wait until the next president is elected to choose a Supreme Court justice and then rushing through a justice before Biden took office. Lindsey Graham's You Can Count Me Out after the January 6th insurrection and then hurrying down to Mar-Logo to beg for forgiveness from Trump. I could go on and on with other sleazy politicians, Cruz, Rubio, Johnson, Taylor Greene, DeSantis, Abbott, Gates, and so on. They will go to any length to either deny or pump up their own egos when it comes to certain situations that may occur related to themselves. Look at a recent situation between DeSantis and hurricane relief efforts. You don't have to politicize every single tragedy in this country. But frustration mounted as civilians were told to pause their relief operations for several hours as Governor Ron DeSantis toured the area. Our hands I, are tied. I'm not trying to be rude, no, but we've been doing this very thing one street over, and the only reason we're not over it's there is because the governor's. That's right. I understand. So why does that have to stop right now? Frustrated that they had to shut down operations because you're here. Can you just Let's go. Get, what is your message to them? Operations. They had to pause operations, Governor, while you here. came in. Let's can go you? Go can you? I'm with ABC Action News. I just want you to. Oh, that's great. Your message is anyone to pause anything. I, I think that folks, folks were stopped from going in back and forth. No, we have it on video. You don't have to politicize every single tragedy in this country. As I said, it is DeSantis shows here. He will twist and turn any situation that doesn't shine a positive spin on his own ego, even when there is clear indication, in this case, video evidence that he was more concerned about his photo op than the well-being of those devastated by the hurricane. It's a categorical lie, and the sheriff and the county said it's a lie. So you say it's a lie. Now, even before I'd ask these people, I have to wonder where their political affiliation lies. Well, DeSoto County Sheriff James Potter just so happens to be a Republican. And when he says the county, who is he really referring to? This is just another of many situations that DeSantis has found himself being involved in. Getting back to my previous podcast and DeSantis's terrible treatment of migrants that were sent to Martha's Vineyard, do you think anything will come out of the Texas Sheriff's investigation or Department of Homeland Security 
why the Justice Department will do anything. If it's like any other of the sleazy politicians, nothing will come of it. Remember Matt Gates and the possibility of federal sex trafficking charges? Well, it looks like he'll get away with it. As reported from the Washington Post, career prosecutors have recommended not pursuing charges in part due to the credibility of potential witnesses. Credibility of potential witnesses? What type of people do you think they were in the first place? If you're a person like Gates, what type of people do you think they surround themselves with? So if I'm corrupt and sleazy and I hang around with the same type, is the message I can get away with any type of behavior I want to? And look at Texas Attorney General Ken Paxton. And this just in, the Texas Tribune is reporting a bizarre story tonight involving Attorney General Ken Paxton. The Tribune says a process server tried to serve Paxton with a subpoena at his home in McKinney near Dallas this morning that was related to a lawsuit about abortion funding. When the server says Paxton ran away from the man, the paper cites an affidavit filed in federal court today in which the process server says Paxton jumped into a truck driven by his wife and took off from his home. That subpoena was for a federal court hearing tomorrow for a lawsuit filed by nonprofits who want to help Texans pay for abortion care out of state. But this wasn't Paxton's first run-in with the law. Two years ago, he was accused of bribery and abuse of office by top assistants. The FBI issued a subpoena for his records. Over seven years ago, he was charged with security frauds. At this time, nothing has come out of any of these charges. So I often wonder, will justice ever prevail? Look at Senator Ron Johnson and his involvement in pushing for fake electors. It has also been shown that he participated in meeting remotely with plotters of the January 6th insurrection. Do you think anything will come of this? Then there's Ted Cruz. I could spend a great deal of time looking at his record and wonder if he'll ever be held accountable for his words or action. You could say the same thing about people like Mark Rubio, Marjorie Taylor Greene, Greg Abbott, and countless others. Then there's Herschel Walker running for Senate in Georgia. From having a miss to cure COVID to claiming there are 52 states, his comments about evolution, sending good air to China, his false claims that he graduated in the top percentile from University of Georgia, claims about his businesses, problems with his taxes, his lies saying he worked with Cobb County Police Department and being an FBI agent in his stance against black men who leave their children yet doing exactly what he criticized others of doing, having three secret children that he's never been responsible for. Then there is a stance of being pro-life and against abortion, only to discover he paid for his ex-girlfriend's abortion. Of course, he denies it, yet based on the lies he has throughout his life, can you really believe him? Yet the Republican Party will not back down on supporting him. A part of me hopes that someday, just someday, I'll find that Trump especially will be held accountable for his actions, that justice will prevail. Let's see him, after countless delays, finally be responsible for his own actions. And perhaps one day it'll come that the others too will begin to pay for their actions, and finally justice will prevail. At this time, I feel there are two sets of laws in this country, ones that apply to you and me, and another set of laws for those that are in a power position, either through wealth or political position, or a combination of both. At this stage, unfortunately, we'll just have to wait things out. I know it's hard to do, but what choice do we have? I'm open to any suggestions.
Skies are sunny. 